YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Facebook, and WildStyleRadio.com. All right, we are back on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show with Whisk and Kev. We're coming to you live from the Salisbury Center Studios on the Wild Style Network. I feel like I was just busted, by the way. Like, I do have my phone out, but because Kevin is Mr. Copious Notes, and I don't have copious notes, but I have some <laughs> items I want to refer to, so that's why the phone is out, people. So I just have to clarify that. So I feel like mom is watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, kind of doing this in reverse tonight, come how we would normally do the show, you know, since we're live, but we normally would try and kick off these events where we have the live bands and we're doing the interviews with a little bit of a kind of show opener and kind of we're reflecting Kevin yeah reflect we'll, we'll call it reflecting shit. section right yeah little reflection right. so uh <laughs> right. we've talked about it on a, a couple of past episodes <laughs> you know the rock and roll hall of fame voting was out um which, that's what I had to refer to that's those were my notes that yes. I had to go back into because it's an announcement that just happened this week the inductees were announced right We've talked a lot about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And in terms of like, I, I, you know, what is rock and roll? There's, I know that there's, we're amongst them, some upset rock and roll fans that are out there, um, you know, justifiably so. And that doesn't necessarily hammer the inductees that made it in. So I'm going to you know start by saying that. Yeah. You know, so I'd say it's a relatively interesting list of inductees. It is. It is. So, so do you, you want to read them off? Do you want to go to your notes or do you want me to go well, to mine? I have my notes, but I'd prefer to not wear my glasses. So oh, I'll go ahead and let you do Kevin's it. Kevin's going to go to the glasses. Well, because I got the pinch. I can just magnify yes, mine. I can't pinch and zoom my, my <laughs> I got that going for me. So we have Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, The Spinners, and Rage Against the Machine. I saw. I wore a raid shirt. Remember when they were and when the, we were voting? Is this on the air, Scott? Yes. We're, we're looking at a screen. Right. Yeah. So we we shared a link with Scott from Loudwire, and so yeah, there was quite a bit of blowback related to more so the inductees who got in, right? But who didn't get in? It's a really good point. Yes. Really good point. And and to point out that two of the inductees, both of which were in the top five in the fan vote. Yes. I'll add. Yes. Got slighted. Soundgarden. I'm wearing it for a reason. So when the the vote came out, I wore my Rage shirt in support of Rage. Right. I don't think that because I wore the shirt that worked. It just that simply Rage got in. So I was trying to acknowledge it, you know, at the time. And now I flipped to the Soundgarden shirt to acknowledge what you're saying, Kevin. Yeah. And the biggest slight, in my opinion, is the fact that Iron Maiden, yet again, is getting denied their just due. Mm -hmm. That band, there are so many bands that are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that are heavily influenced by Iron Maiden, one of the new wave of British heavy metal bands, that... It's to me, it's a crime that they're not in. Right. When Absolutely. Other, other bands are getting in. And, you know, I, I could even, you know, in my opinion, the fact that Rage is in and Soundgarden isn't in. Right. Is because there would be like, you have to go to influences. We talk about influences, a lot of bands that walk in here. You know, Soundgarden laid the groundwork for all of grunge as far, at least like popular grunge. I'm not going to say that they were the only band that did that, you know, to kind of like pull that back. 
but they to me were the the on the forefront of getting it recognized out of that Seattle scene. You know, people to me give Nirvana that credit, but yeah, Soundgarden I mean, was there first. They were they were definitely in the clubs a lot longer yes. than some of the other bands. So. And influential, and even influential to bringing along Eddie Vedder. I mean, there's a, a lot of, you know, conversation about that and his emergence into Pearl Jam and bringing Pearl Jam along. So, you know, Pearl Jam being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame owes a lot to Soundgarden. Sure. I'm yeah. a huge Soundgarden fan, very obviously. So yeah, I worship at the altar of Chris Cornell. I always say that. Just a beast of a vocalist and a beast of a songwriter and a beast of a musician just in general. So I'm going to get off the soapbox, but yeah. we could be here all night for sure. Yeah. And it's just, it's really disappointing. And, and Scott, if that article's still up, if you can scroll down a little bit, you know, one of the, the namesakes for the show right there, Ronnie James Dio is not in the rock and roll hall of fame. He's not. And that that's another injustice. Um, and especially even more so after watching the documentary that came out a little while back, Dreamers Never Die. Yes. I never realized, and we talked about this on a previous episode, never realized his prior to Rainbow, his career and, yeah. and what that was. Yeah. So for him to not be in, you know, is, is just another real slight to hard rock and metal for one. But right. for someone who's way over-deserving of that, you know, getting in right right i like to go back like you can get upset about the inductees this year i think like it was a telling moment last year i still go back to that with the dolly parton reaction i think a lot of debate goes into hip-hop you know and whether hip-hop belongs but you know and i think maybe some people can make some more better correlations to country and country music i don't know if you're hearing that but like who's 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 kicking on outside scott Oh, Betty Gray. All right, nice. All right, All right. so yes, yeah. so they're, they're taken to a stage. <laughs> so speaking of some Hall of Fame kind of like intros right yeah. there, it's loud and proud. For sure. But, you know, I mean, Dolly rejected it at first, and Dolly's great. She's amazing, you know, like not to take away from Dolly Parton, but Dolly Parton herself, which is basically like, I'm not a rock artist. I don't necessarily understand the nomination, and I don't understand the induction. So then she turned around, and to me, even like work to make a rock album right. after the fact so like to kind of prove her worth and in getting into the the rock and roll hall of fame so you know i think that not only the artists that don't that don't get their you know that they're they're influenced artists into it but those that then uh then it, I'm, I'm getting flashed out front for something but those artists in turn that get inducted even don't understand it, in other words. It's right. two-sided. And it's not coming from the fans, because we're fans, but coming from those artists that are involved. You know, I think that that's a confusing point even for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, again, it's disappointing. You know, it took Judas Priest forever to get in there, and uh, they finally did. So I'm hoping Maiden and some of the other bands that are, are truly deserving on the on the the hard rock side of things mm -hmm. and uh you know so uh hey wait so i gotta pause you gotta pause that thought because i see what all the jumping around about people are celebrating in the salisbury center because there is another ticket winner from rvcarebear.com our ticket winner is mark shaw congratulations mr mark shaw we'll see you at the kick show yes 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have more debates and discussions about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But And you know what? We talk about a lot of things on this show that I think that you and I have gone out and we've heard from you all, other people, that they want to be included in the conversation. And we want to include more people in the conversation. So tonight's our first night live. If you're watching the streaming live, that's fantastic. Um, you know, we, we we're exploring the options for calling in. Um, we're exploring different options for including it, but one of those options that's ready to go right now is our email address. So if you email standupandshoutrockshow.com, so that's just our namesake, standupandshoutrockshow at gmail, excuse me.com, just not standupandshoutrockshow.com is the, the website that we have, but standupandshoutrockshow at gmail.com. We'll be able to like catch some of your mail and discuss some of your mail in turn from week to week. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. And if you have any thoughts about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, no matter how crass and crude they are, we can be able to, you know, we can we can handle it. Kevin's a big boy. He's able to, to take whatever you got to give. Yes, and we also launched today the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show Facebook page yes. as well. So you can catch us on Facebook. You can message us there. And uh, we've got some things in the works, some, some cool uh, sort of interactive projects we're working on. So upcoming episodes, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll be able to get you involved. Yeah, so I know, but I will say, like, getting back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, Missy Elliott, we love you. You're very innovative and genius of an artist. And uh, Willie Nelson, just the same. You can't deny him. I just think that, Kevin, like, you hit the nail on the head. If you're going to broaden the scope of defining rock and roll, you need to broaden then the artist pool that you're drawing into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's I'm going to leave. That's kind of my final thought on it. You can be inclusive, but you need to be inclusive of actually more, kind of more traditional rock acts than in other words. And you have some, such as Soundgarden and Iron Maiden, that's not, to me, I think lost on the fan vote, but it's lost on the artist's kind of uh, assumption of what it takes to get into that institution too. So, and Megadeth. They belong. There you go. And there's another plug for Kevin's, Kevin's crew. Yep. So, uh, but now the big thing is we're looking forward to next weekend. So I'm going to bring up your herd and word. So if you refer back to a past episode, there's a festival happening that, that Kevin and I, some others, we regularly attend. It's the M3 Rock Festival out of Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland. Of course, a throwback to a lot of glam metal from the 80s that, that we grew up on and loved. And uh, we get to see some of our greatest bands out there. But there was a herd and word. And Kevin, you designed the herd and word. I'm going to try to quote it exactly right. And I don't think I'm going to, but I'm paraphrasing that in other words. So the thing that I'm most looking forward to at the M3 Rock Festival is, and then there was the blank. So that was the slide that came up in her word. You threw a curve out in that when you you threw out the band, um, oh my gosh, Child's Play, Yep. you know, as, as your hyphenated word, so to speak. I was lucky enough to have a one word named band and it was extreme. And if you haven't heard the news from the M3 Rock Festival or Loudwire or BuzzFeed or any other places, but Extreme had to back out of that festival because Nuno got a boo-boo. <laughs> Nuno Betancourt, who, you know, another one that we just all worship and love, Nuno Betancourt, who we gave out a shout-out in this podcast at the Super Bowl performance because everybody recognized, of course, Rihanna. But Nuno, you know, is usually her touring, touring guitarist, which is a great thing. So you got to see him on the Super Bowl was not able to make the M3 Rock Festival. So he was evidently, as the story goes, and media that we're reading, was on the was on the um, Monsters of, Monsters Rock, of Rock Cruise and decided to hit a basketball court 
and blew his ACL. So for the second year in a row, I am denied seeing Extreme at the M3 Rock Festival. So I got to change my word. So what is it? Are you good? Would you change your word? No. Oh. Because both of mine that I talked about are going to actually come true. Okay, so let me ask you, should I stick with an act? The question was, what are you most looking looking forward forward to? And it's not going to be fucking rainy, cold, (laughs) right? The weather. (laughs) So that's one. That's going to be good. If I want to go with it, it's hard because I could say my, if I went with an act, I got to say Lita because I got to give it to Lita because Lita has been rock solid. You know, like every performance I've seen from Lita Ford, she shows up like in an amazing way. It's not winger. It's not winger. Sorry to all the winger fans out there. Look, I'm just gonna say the beverages. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Like uh, now, like I'm still heartbroken. I can't get into it. Like recommitting my word to another act, and I'm gonna say the beverages. Beverages will be good. Yeah, and then it's next Saturday night. Next Saturday night. So the, that's the tickets that went out to Clay Airy and Mark Shaw, our, our two big prize winners. So we know that those two are gonna be at the kick show. We cannot wait to have. Kicks, yes. Days of Five, yes. And Gavin Evick, Woo! all here in the Salisbury yeah. Center, yeah, as Yay. part of the owner's annual 39th birthday. Bash. Then there's that. Then we're celebrating yes. Mr. Jeff Salisbury. Yeah, Hooray. I know. <laughs> 39 again. Yeah, right. 39 again. Look, I'm before we get to like even the obviously the music performances are going to be the music. They're going to be stellar, but the podcasts can't I wait. Think are going to be stellar. You know? Let's hope. I just uh, emailed their manager to make sure that it, it's okay for them to do an interview. We'll see. You know, I mean, I'll go to Gavin Evick because I've loved the podcast that we've had. Remember when we had Gavin in here the first oh, yeah. time? And it was really kind of... Was it Gavin's first show even? It was, yes. So we, we, we caught him on his first show and it was definitely his first podcast. And he was so laser focused, you know, and... and is trying to be as professional as he can, which was great. And that was awesome. But then he came in for the second podcast on his 21st birthday. 21st birthday, you got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then it was on. And so, like, there was just energy in this place. So we're getting to see a little bit of an evolution with Gavin Eddick, well, Eddick and, that I think is, like, wicked fun. And then... Yeah, the energy is going to be sick next week. Whether Absolutely. They, whether they like it or not, we're going to have the Stonewall Jackson High School reunion as part of the Days of Fire <laughs> segment. Much, much. <laughs> so, you know... Wait a minute. It's You Are High. Unity Read. No, it's Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> You're not going to go with You Are High? No. All right. Know. So, yeah. So, totally stoked for next Saturday night. And, yeah. Uh, you know, more to come on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show for next week. And uh, wait a minute, I got to say also, I got to give, I got to give a plug to this aging act. I just saw Billy Idol two nights ago, and he's always badass. And holy shit, he brought it again and sold out uh, Ramshead Live. So it was a small venue. I, I, Billy Idol doesn't know that he's not 23 years old. You're talking about your 39th birthday. That dude's yeah, he's solid. 20, 23. Right. Year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> Shirts off, standing on top of monitors, screaming more, more, more. Dude, he's the best. He is. Yes. He doesn't age. I mean, he still looks good. Totally. Sounds good. Looks good. High energy. So, and Steve Stevens, of course, was amazing too. So. Absolutely. If you, if you get a chance to see Billy Idol, don't hesitate. Pull the trigger. Catch him while you can. Just like a lot of, you know, of course, 
we're missing out on extremes. I always say that. Catch the rock axe when you have the opportunity to catch the rock axe because, you know. They may not be around for much longer. Lightning in a bottle. Exactly. You're capturing lightning in a bottle. Right. Yeah, speaking of which, kicks doesn't age either. No, no. They're, somebody made a comment about, oh, you should have booked this show 40 years ago. And I'm like, they sound as good, if not better, than they did 40 years ago. A, a beauty of that band, without a doubt, is like a high performance. I've never seen a mediocre performance from Kicks. I've always seen a high performance show every time I've seen them. Kicks is so good that my brothers, who were skate rats growing up and hated metal, especially are, glam metal. I, I yeah. mean, it's hard to classify. I mean, it's hard to classify Kicks. Yeah, I just think. any of the '80s metal. Yeah, they hated, and they love Kicks. Yes, and all their friends who were like skate punks and everything yep. also love Kicks. And I would say, like in terms of rock and roll Hall of Fame, maybe that's we could put that out. Like if you're listening to this and you get into it, or you hear it after the fact, you want to throw the email. That's the question of the night. You know, like. Uh, you know, explain the ways if you're a Kicks fan, you know, that Kicks would belong into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stand up and shout at gmail.com. Stand up and shout rock show at gmail.com. But like I would say that uh that you know Steve Whiteman, I think he's he's a well acknowledged frontman, but I still would say that he's an underrated frontman. Definitely. Yeah. He doesn't give the respect that he deserves. No. Because he is not only a great singer, uh-huh. but superlative as far as just performance and getting the crowd involved and keeping the energy going. He's unbelievable. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's several out there that to me have like received some accolades over the year, but they're not enough. And he's definitely one of them. So yeah, tremendous sure. Steve Whiteman fan and, and looking forward to next week. Maybe we can get Scott to wear a poison shirt. Saturday. <laughs> days of five. Days of five. That's right. what I'm wearing. <laughs> Even mom is going to have a days of five shirt. Yes, she, she is. Requested yes, one. of course. Yes. Yeah. She requested to pay for one. She's not, you know, that there's, I would never take a penny from your mother for anything. <laughs> anything. I know. But she's too much <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we wrap it up then, Kevin. Yeah, Did you have anything, it, anything else on your mind? No, I've, I've spilled been, it all. Tonight. It's been quite a week. Like now that, like I said, if you know, like in, any thoughts that like you have, like during in terms of like media and things that are happening in rock and roll, we want to hear from you. So please contact us. And right now on Facebook, contact us on our through our email. We're going to have other social media outlets and avenues to kind of make communication more easy because uh, we want to bring as many of you all into the show as we can. It's going to make it just even more fun. Absolutely. So can't uh, wait. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks again to our sponsors, uh, RVRepairBear.com and the Wild Style Network, fueled by Monster Energy. This has been the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. See ya. Happy early birthday, Jeff Salisbury. Woohoo! <laughs>